Welcome back to the 76 Capital Leadership Series. I'm your producer, James Santor, and today's guest is Meredith McFerrin, who is the CEO of Drive by DraftKings. And Drive by DraftKings is DraftKings Venture Arm, and they're doing some amazing things in the sports tech space. So really excited to hear all about Meredith's career and what she's doing now as the CEO of Drive by DraftKings. Subscribe and watch the show on YouTube, follow us on social media, and enjoy the show. RushOrderTees.com has been Philadelphia's number one customer apparel company since 2002. Whether you need one or a thousand shirts, Rush Order Tees can handle any order on any deadline. Start designing online today in their online design studio or give them a call at 1-800-620-1233. That's RushOrderTees.com, Philadelphia's home for custom apparel. Welcome to the 76 Capital Leadership Series. My name is Wayne Kimmel, your host and managing partner of 76 Capital. And we have a great guest today, and I'm really excited to jump in and, 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 and talk with, you know, Meredith McFerrin, who is the CEO and managing partner at Drive by DraftKings. Welcome, Meredith. Thanks, Wayne. Great to be here. Well, what we do on our 76 Capital Leadership Series, it's all about talking with leaders like you, entrepreneurs, athletes who are doing truly the next next thing in the sports industry, whether it's in sports tech, in esports, in sports betting, or all of the different things that are out there today. It's going to be a, a really exciting conversation. And just before we get going here, we, of course, we have to give a shout out to James back at the station at James Santor. Follow him. He's a great follow. You can follow me at Wayne Kimmel all over the internet, as well as all the things that we do at 76 Capital. You can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, at 76 Capital. And we are looking to talk with you, the entrepreneur who wants to do the next thing, who's truly thinking about how to innovate and transform the wonderful world of sports. And so with that, with that all being said, that's what we're going to talk about with our great guest, Meredith McFerrin, the CEO, the managing partner of Drive by DraftKings, who, his, who has incredible partners, whether it's Peter um, from, you know, we got Peter um, Blackow from, you know, Boston Seed, Peter Boyce from General Catalyst, Ryan Moore from Accomplice, Jason Robbins from DraftKings. They're all involved with what she's doing at Drive by DraftKings. And you can follow Meredith at ML McFerrin on Twitter. Meredith, again, once again, welcome to our show. And we're super excited to have you here. So excited to be here too. Great. So what we do on the show is we love to talk about, you know, talk with our guests about not only just what they're doing. I mean, you have a big job with Drive by DraftKings. It's such a recognizable brand within the, the overall world just because it's got DraftKings on the end. And we'll talk about that and how that all comes together. But just also about who you are and what you're all about and, and how you kind of came up to this point. So where did you grow up? What were some of the things that you liked when you uh, when, when you were growing up and were you always a, a sports person, a tech person? Love to hear some of those things. Great. Thanks, Wayne. And, and I love that you start this way. It's so great to kind of get behind the story and behind the scene. I love I love this whole series of yours. So thank, thank you. you for having me. And um, yeah, I grew up in Boston, north of Boston. So I'm, you know, still here and uh a, a native and a, a huge fan. I grew up in a small town called Topsfield. 
Um, both my parents were entrepreneurs. So, you know, before it was cool to be so. Uh, and, uh, you know, they, you know, pretty understated kind of to group of, you know, um, town and, and, and family. Actually, my, uh, my, my father was a musician in his early days uh, and really focused on kind of the fundamentals of education and, you know, getting outside and just doing normal stuff. Somehow they had three kids, all who were like fanatical about sports. So, <laughs> yes, I started early in um, sport, in, in soccer, lacrosse, skiing, hiking. We kind of, you know, it was the days of the multi-sport athlete, um, but I did wind up playing in high school and then in college as well. So got started early. So what, what sports did you play in college? Uh, I played soccer and lacrosse uh, and, and, you know, for, for a couple of years, I didn't play for my entire time, but um, I think that's because I got really turned on to quite honestly, just the range of um, other offerings that are available to students in, in college. And I'd played my whole, uh, my whole life. So it was really fun to begin and then also fun to sort of broaden the horizons and do some other stuff. So, and, and was that, and that was at Harvard, correct? Yes, yes. I went to Harvard, so I stayed um, kind of in the area. <laughs> and uh, were you a Boston Red Sox fan, Celtic fan? What were some of your, your teams? Yes, um, completely. Growing up, uh, actually in my town, Terry O'Reilly, if you know Boston history from the Boston Bruins, lived actually on my street. So it was pretty exciting. Um, huge NHL fan in my growing up days, only because we we were, you know, we had the good fortune of um, my, my mother was in sales and she kept hitting this quota and they would give her Bruins tickets as a uh, just, you know, incentive slash reward. And so we got the chance to just go to all these amazing games in the old Boston Garden and very early had, you know, a huge affiliation for just the Boston teams. And then, of course, it was the Celtics days in the 80s, the Bird and Parrish and McHale and Danny Age, like the whole incredible electricity around the 80s and the and the Celtics. And, and the Celtics continue to be just a huge area of passion. Um, and then obviously there's, you know, the um, very exciting Patriots and all of, 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 of that dream that has been here. So Boston is such a sports town. I am so like lucky to be a part of these incredible franchises. Definitely enjoyed it as a fan. So I have to ask you, and I know when you're we're talking about all these Boston teams and James, you know, our producer is the biggest Philly sports fan and it's oh, killing yeah. him that we're talking about all this <laughs> stuff. And I am as well, but I, I can handle it, breathe through it. I'm breathing through as I, as I right. really talk about this. But um, you, t you talk about Tom Brady now in the Super Bowl with the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. How, how does that make you feel that he's he's in the Super Bowl, but he's with the Bucs? How, how what do you, what yeah. do you, you know, it's so funny how many people ask that. And I, um, you know, we, I can't say we, I'll speak for myself. Um, so admire him. I'm so absolutely rooting for him. Could not be more excited about the the journey that he's been on. He was 
so important to Boston. I think I've just, I feel grateful, you know, that, that he was here, that he inspired so many of us and what a journey he's on, you know, and to get to, to, to show that he can, um, continue his greatness, <laughs> starting with a new team and then take it, you know, and then, and then continue to be the clutch player that he was here. So, um, of course we, you know, feel very, uh, you know, strong allegiance to our Boston teams, but I'm just a huge Tom Brady fan and am inspired by, uh, what he's done. Uh, he's it, it's it's incredible what, what he's done from a, on a personal level. There's no yeah. doubt about that. So grow up in the Boston area, being a sports fan, I'm sure just guessing that a few people, maybe friends, maybe distant relatives, maybe close relatives, um, maybe bet a growing up. You know, they, maybe there's a little good. Even maybe, you know, I always say like even with me, my one of my favorite stories growing up, betting perspective, it was really that, you know, my dad and I, we would we'd do two things. Number one, we would always fill out the New York Post. I lived in, we grew up in, in Delaware, right outside of Philly, right? And But but we always fill out the New York Post, you know, um, pick the pros, you know, we would pick the games and then send, that was one big thing we did. And the other thing, which was we watched the NFL today every single Sunday. I used to rush home from school to watch Jimmy the Greek and board where he would check off, you know, which side, you know, the offense is better for this team, the defense, and, and it would always, you know, and, and we loved that. And it was something that we did together, and it was kind of the beginning of the, the sports betting world, which for a lot of people really was now what's happening, being in love at all, it's pretty incredible. Yeah. Um, so how about you? Did you have any like interesting stories growing up or, or? you know, it's, it's so interesting. Um, you know, my parents, I would say are very old school from the standpoint of work ethic. You know, it's like, no one's going to hand it to you. Don't rely on, um, luck by any chance, you know, you got to like get in and, play it yourself, earn it yourself, do it, you know. Um, but uh, but but also having a lot of fun. Uh, we didn't, I wouldn't say we were in early days on sports betting, but there was a, um, a fascination with poker. <laughs> I think as just the kind of gamesmanship around that. So that was absolutely a routine event at our house to kind of get the pennies out and, you know, family poker games and figuring out that strategy. And so that was probably my earliest foray into gaming and betting. But I will say, um, just as I think we see now, the younger generation leading the way in so much of this space, um, there's my in our house with every game, it's like prop bets and <laughs> even, you know, playing the headlines, who's going to do that? It's just a big part of every conversation, whether or not money is getting placed or not. There's so much excitement around not only the macro of like who's going to win this or that, but the micro around the players 
you know, the the Gatorade that's going to be, I mean, it's all that stuff that's going on now, right? It's a part of every conversation across the ages with our friends, all of that. So it is amazing to see how that has evolved, not only from a, as you know, and have talked about the regulatory, you know, progression that has unlocked so many, so, so much of this, but also just the mainstreaming of it. The fact that we can embrace the agency that we all have to follow the players we love, the plays we love, put something down against it and make that a great and fun and collaborative community experience. So, yes. Well, I think what you said is really interesting, the collaborative piece. I mean, it's it's one of the words and we're really excited to have Merrick, Meredith McFerrin, the CEO and managing partner of Drive-By DraftKings as our guest on the 76 Capital Leadership Series. And I want to dive into this, this thing that you just talked about. I mean, the collaborative piece in sports betting, it was one of those things where, you know, look, growing up, it was kind of like you'd be like, I, you know, sneak away, you, you know, so you would see people kind of going, you know, at one o'clock the game's about to start and people would be whispering or calling someone on a phone and calling their guy or whatever it was. And right. now yes. all of a sudden it's on the app. It's, mm -hmm. it's being discussed. It's people tweeting about it and posting right. about it. And that's the part that I think is really fascinating. This opportunity to really that people will can now talk about it because, as you said, the regulations are allowing you to now do that. The laws are allowing you to do this, and and it's just opening. I I believe it's opening up such a big opportunity for so many people. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. It's uh, it's it's really refreshing, honestly, that we can uh, we can connect. Uh, with others in our community and small, you know, immediate or, or expanded talk about and have fun um, having a little skin in the game, right? Uh, it does actually uh, make it, I think, a, a more um, exciting, interactive, engaging, and personal kind of experience when you can you know, lock into a team, a player, and, and you know, with, with um, good humor, great fun, and some competition, you know, connect with others around it. And, and if you want to, place a bet. And why not? I mean, we place bets every single day on so many things that we do in life. So yeah, getting out of the shadows and into the mainstream and being able to kind of embrace the passions that we have for the game, for the people, for everything in between. I think it's, it's, um, it's all good. It's about time. And we, I think as individuals want agency around the things that we love and there's nothing wrong with it. So. Well, I can't, I can't leave your personal story because I, I, I'm just fascinated by your children and the success that they've had athletically, um, as well as, you know, they, they go to amazing schools. Tell us a little about, you know, what they're doing from an athletic perspective. Yeah. Uh, well, thank you. Thanks for asking. And um, so, yeah, we have three, three kids. They're now, you know, not so much kids anymore, 22, 20 and, and 18. Uh, two are in college and one is a senior in high school and about to go to college. And they, um, I think my husband and I had, you know, huge sports interests. That's, as I mentioned, a part of um, our, our lives um, 
individually and then as parents for them uh, believe in the active outdoor um, lifestyle. And uh, although I will say one of them also is very into the gaming side and that's been awesome too, to kind of understand and, and learn that through him in his early days. But on the, on the athletic side, uh, they just started out, you know, in youth sports, they happened to be, um, you know, decently talented and, and, and were able to be successful at a competitive level in youth sports. Uh, what was important to us is that they drove that bus, right? That, that we supported it, but that they, it was from their own passion and their own interests. And, you know, cause I think that that's really important for, for kids that they understand why they're in it. You know, and so, yeah, they've competed um, in youth sports and then they competed successfully in high school. And now they're playing D3, uh, which has been, you know, terrific for them because it's been a great balance of of uh, really competitive sports. One's in soccer, another in basketball. And our third, uh, our daughter will be playing tennis. So, you know, it's been it's been a fun um, experience as a parent to sort of stand behind them, not in front of them, let them fulfill this really interesting passion of theirs and see them succeed. That's amazing. It must be so much fun, you know, just and seeing them progress and play at the next level. I mean, that's that's amazing. And there'll be yeah. things that they'll be able to take with them for those experiences, those times with their teammates, you know, for the, for the rest of their lives. That's, that's awesome. No, it's true. You know, it's, it's interesting. And I, I know you appreciate this so much and we're in the same business together of this crossover between athletes and entrepreneurs. I mean, I, it is, um, I think part of what I, I see and why I love the fact that they are into sports and really at any level, you don't have to be the professional athlete, the college athlete, but participating in, um, in sports, I think does teach you some really important lessons around leadership and grit and resilience and getting over the finish line and teamwork and all that kind of stuff. And, and these things are so um, important and easily translatable into sort of the entrepreneurial experience, right? And the ups and downs and the pain of it sometimes and then the glory. So um, I, uh, I happen to love it as a parent, but also um, every day see the relevance to everyday life and to the business that we're in with entrepreneurs and building companies. Oh, no doubt. I mean, we, we did, as you, as you described, and we talk about it every day. I mean, the same kind of passion and desire and drive and persistence, right? To be a successful athlete, it's the same thing to yeah. be an entrepreneur. Yes, yes, exactly. And by the way, let's not leave out these like esport gamers who are like, 14, 16 hours <laughs> intensely playing in their esport, it is, uh, you know, a note of inc incredible appreciation that I have for the amount of, of um, stress, pressure, endurance, resilience, all of that, that also those who are um, in these esport competitions and have gone all in and gaming are also showing. And I, I think that, um, that's been, you know, something that we've all discovered and learned to, you know, really understand the power of that and the tenacity of, 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 of those as well, engaging in that area. Well, there's no doubt. And, and, and that's, that's something that you can continue to say that and talk about that and evangelize that because, you know, look, when we, 
you know, being in, in the venture capital industry like you, um, investing in the esports industry and, and saying things like, you know, and, and sharing facts, right? Like, okay, there's over 200 colleges and universities that offer scholarships for kids to play video games. Right. And then I'll have friends of mine like you, our kids are similar ages and in college mm -hmm. and getting ready to go to college. And they're like, wait a second, did you just say they could go to college if they're good at playing video games? <laughs> I know, I know, right? But, you know, it, ta it takes, um, you know, there, there's a lot of study now too on its, 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 its relevance and just the cognitive training, the, the decision-making the speed of that decision making. You know, there's biometrics now that wearables that people, gamers are using. You can see the physiological um, aspect of their experience as they're gaming. So this is really unfolding. And I think um, obviously becoming a lot more mainstream and accepted all around. But uh, but I, I do think it's a really, you know, incredible um, movement just as sports betting has now kind of come into the mainstream, esports coming into the mainstream, part of why I think the space that we're in is is um, so exciting and the tailwinds behind it so powerful. Well, there's there's no doubt, and we're again super excited that that you're on our show. Um, it's great to have Meredith McFerrin, the CEO and managing partner of Drive by DraftKings, on our seventy six Capital Leadership Series. And Meredith, I'd I'd love to talk, you know, about drive by DraftKings, you know, sure. what, you know, as you, as the leader now, um, you know, came on in the middle of the, of the pandemic, right. um, you know, took, took, you know, you got a really great team of people, you know, I got to give a shout out to, to my girl Kiki and, and, and the rest of your team and, and like, you know, tell, tell us what, what you're, what you're looking to do and, and what you've done already at, at drive by DraftKings. Yeah. Great. Uh, first of all, I, I do think, uh, you know, got the incredible job. I'm I'm so excited to to be here and to um, have joined, as you said, just a fantastic team and fantastic group of partners with DraftKings, Accomplice, Boston Seed Capital, General Catalyst, and leaders of each of those companies that are really in, invested, engaged, inspired around the innovation story that I think Drive by DraftKings is, uh, has embraced. We are a sports tech and entertainment venture fund, and we are, are focused on this space and building great companies and helping entrepreneurs to, um, to you know, reach their escape velocity uh, in, in this exciting space. And so that's what we're doing. We're investing in, in companies and we are um, along with, with, with great firms like your own at 76 Capital, really helping to define the space that we're in and convening and bringing leaders together, I think, and investing behind entrepreneurs that have a vision for a future that uh, is continuing to evolve along all these themes of media and fan experience, sports and gaming platforms, human and lifestyle performance, and the powerful data analytics layer that I think is the fuel for each of those. So uh, we just are, you know, super excited about uh, helping to be a part of this really um, fast-paced, evolving space. And uh, and bringing together a lot of uh, the leaders who we think will help to define it. 
Planning your next corporate event or need branding apparel for your business? RushorderTees.com is Philadelphia's home for custom apparel. Rush Order Tees can handle any order on any deadline. Give them a call today at 1-800-620-1233 or start designing online in their state-of-the-art design studio at RushOrderTees.com. That's that's amazing, and you know we it's it's during this time I think we've we've both you know both of our organizations really talked about the the overall acceleration of technology because of COVID, and you know it's one of the things that we talk about where it's like you know this just when hopefully when this gets under control and it's all over and we're quote unquote back to normal, whatever that normal will look like, um, you're not going to kind of put the toothpaste back in the tube, right? I mean, this, the tech that we <laughs> right. created, like, you can't like, people are not gonna say, okay, I don't want technology. I don't want the latest data and analytics things. They're gonna want that and more. And that's one of the things that we're so excited about at 76 Capital about what the future will look like. And I'd love to yeah. hear from you how what your thoughts are about that as well. Yeah, oh gosh. So it's very um, similar in that I, I, I agree, it's like, there's there's no going back. There's never going back, right? Uh, I mean, we, we are all like forward thinking anyway. So it is, you know, biased view, optimism, forward go, you know, what is the future going to look like? I truly believe that when, you know, when the world goes through the kind of uh, experience and inflection that we've just experienced, right? especially, you know, when it's tough. I actually think that's when really creative people, and even in this case, everyone had to be creative. And especially in our space, they start to innovate and figure out a better way forward. And that is both to get out of the acute time that we're in, you know, which we, with this pandemic, certainly are uh, so many people individually challenged, sports franchises overall, the whole space was challenged, but great things can come out of that. And they have around becoming um, not only more efficient and effective because everyone had to tighten, but also how do we accelerate the whole tech piece to create hybrid environments, more personalized experiences, innovation in content and storytelling. So we get behind the scenes, just what you're doing right here the world wanted to hear from their athletes. You know, well, you're not out there, but who are you and what are you doing? Short form and long form storytelling evolved in a way that captivated people. And I think kind of took the mask off and unlocked a lot of what we as fans want to know and understand and love about the players that you know we're watching every day. That's not going away, right? The fact that we can now watch remotely, we can have experiences that are second screen, you know, that allow us to, to bet, chat <laughs> at the same time as we're watching. These things evolved quickly over the last year, you know, when we've been in this pandemic. And 
I think have heightened and accelerated and just expanded the experience overall. So yeah, I'm right there with you. I think that the future is bright. Um, it Some of this is tech and data enabled. Some of this has been a forcing mechanism, um, but whatever it's, whatever the case, I think that the new norm is going to be one that's richer than what we had prior, which is a good thing. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I, one of the things that, you know, I, certainly even, even for me initially, when, you know, when, when drive by DraftKings first came out, it's like, oh my God, DraftKings has a, has a venture capital fund. <laughs> yeah. so it, not so fast, right? Not exactly. Right. right? So right. I, maybe you could kind of explain that. I know Jason is involved with you. And, and you, as you mentioned earlier, the Boston Seed and General Catalyst and Accomplice, and they're involved, but really talk about overall organization, um, yeah. And so and, and explain kind of how that 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 partnership, I guess, works. Yes, sure. So uh, we are an in independent venture capital firm and we have uh, great partners and investment from a variety of of um, of partners. And, and they are they were in at the very beginning. Right. So uh, in many ways, from a, a when you think about a, and where do ideas come from? Right. Ideas come from great people with great insight who are sitting down together and thinking about how do we how do we how do we solve a problem or how do we take some um, of, of what we think our core capabilities are and sort of bring it to the next level and address a market need. Right. So I think uh, the insight came and the ideas came from those four groups that we just spoke about. When I think about the the drive behind it, right, was in many ways about Jason Robbins and Ryan Moore and Peter Blacklow and Peter Boyce and the general catalyst was thinking about there's an innovation story here that we've got to continue. Right. We've got we have come out of an ecosystem um, or we've invested in an ecosystem, depending on which one of those you're talking about, really nurtured the experience and the success that we've all had. How do we invest back in it? So I think they wanted to um, do that. And so they were the driving force behind it. Hence drive. Right. <laughs> and Jason Robbins is a force of nature and he is such an entrepreneur. He is just a remarkable CEO and entrepreneur. And so Drive by DraftKings is sort of the drive of innovation. And DraftKings is a very, very important partner. But there's many others as well that will come into the case. And as all greats do, they think about what does the market need? And so this is set up as an independent firm, um, but uh, with incredible strategic partnerships engaged at its earliest stage. I hope that helps. <laughs> Absolutely, and and again, it, it's super exciting to have you on our show, and you know, you you have you bring so many fascinating things to the table as CEO of Drive by DraftKings and managing partner there, a female venture capitalist, a former collegiate athlete. Um, you you bring a lot to the table, and it's really exciting to have you being part of this this world with all of us. You know, do you feel like there's a, a, a additional added responsibility, or you know, to to really 
you know, to, to share with the world that, you know, quite, you know, like, like one of the things we always talk about at 76 Capital is it's possible. Like you can do it. Like anyone can do it. It doesn't matter who you are, what you, you know, if you, what color you are, what gender you are, it doesn't matter. Like it's all about like being able to just go out there, having the right kind of partners, the right kinds of people and try to go out there and try to make this world a better place. And I believe from what I've read and heard, that's what you're all about. Yeah. Thank you. You know, I, I, I do feel like we're in this, I would say, market moment around really important cultural shifts going on. And I, I feel so privileged to help advance that. And um, yes, I am a, a woman. We have two, you know, Kiki, as you mentioned earlier, also um, Kiki Mills Johnston, she is part of our senior woman on our team, we um, and we have others as well, uh, thinking, you know, being very thoughtful about wanting to make sure that the, the funnel is wide open, right? And I think that has to be the case in our space and in many other spaces, you know, both in venture capital, in, the, in gaming, in sports, and in many other sectors where we start to think about the fact that there are um, there are lots of problems out there to be solved, lots of opportunities that uh, would benefit from great investment. Do we have a lens that's broad enough, a mind that's open enough to see those problems clearly, right? And to um, embrace the opportunity to invest for a better you know, future. Right. And so what I'm really excited about is being in this moment where I think there's broad recognition that we have to open ourselves up. Right. And we move from what could feel kind of clubby to to a place where, yeah, you've got access. Well, that's all right. To a place where maybe there's inclusion. So, yep. All right. Come on in to ultimately, ultimately a place we're actually inspired by each other. And to me, that's the end game where we see people in this space in venture and we see people in all our spaces and we're like, wow, look at what you're doing. That's incredible. And because we want to invest in, um, in people of all color and geography and gender and identity that have an inspiration and have what it takes to define the future. So yes, I feel very much um, like I'm in an important seat and I couldn't feel more honored to be here. That's amazing. That's, that's great to hear. And was it, you know, following on that, was there someone, a mentor, a coach, a friend, that kind of led you down this path? Or was this something that over time, you know, you decided that I, I'm going to kind of take this on. I, I want to go out there and, you know, I think it's the, it's the right time to just go out there and, and talking about these things that, again, even a few years ago, right, to say things like, you know, and I'll use we about it, 76 Capital, we want to work with people that are passionate that are smart, that are nice and want to change the world. I love that. Right? 
And yeah. like, you know, like to be able to say all of those things in today's world is, is, is more normal, not exactly all the way normal yet, but yeah. we're trying to make it that way. And I know that's something that yeah. you're doing. Is there someone kind of yeah. led you there? You know, uh, so I, I mentioned at the start of our conversation that my parents were entrepreneurs. So it's been, um, I have felt this way since, since the beginning of life, honestly, for me, that entrepreneurs are the heroes. I think that they are the most courageous and um, exciting and important <laughs> people out there. Now, that's just my view because their mission is to create a future that looks different and is better than what we had yesterday. Yeah. And I think entrepreneurs can come in all different places and forms and ways. It doesn't mean they're all in enterprise. Some of them are in commercial enterprise. Some of them are in social impact. Others are being entrepreneurial in their thought leadership in, you know, inside bigger organizations. But it's the, it is the um, willingness, having the courage of your own ideas to think openly, to see beyond where we are today, new markets, new categories, new experiences, a better way, a more, you know, a, a way to lift everybody up, um, a way to educate differently, but it's progress. It's so easy to rely on what was or to look around you and say, well, they're doing it, so I guess I should too. But those that have the courage to say, let's step forward and even better, let's do it together. That's what I've been passionate about since the beginning. <laughs> That's what I had as role models personally, you know, um, in my family and my parents who are, I think for so many of us, the, um, if we're lucky, right? The ones who can guide us. And if not, then you find other people that that have significance in your life, but for me, that was always, you know, what I what I what I saw my own role models and what I deeply believe today. Meredith, that's amazing, and it's really great to have you on our show. And as we start to to wind down our time together, I, I I'm enjoying like every minute and every word that you, you're saying. Um, you know, I'm sure that you're a inspiration and and mentor to the CEOs and entrepreneurs that you invest in at Drive-By DraftKings. Are there a couple companies you want to talk about or share some of their stories? Um, I'm happy to, you know, love to hear some of them. Yeah, thank you. Um, we, we actually have um, several investments that we've made. We haven't announced all of them, but I'll, I, will, um, I, will, I will definitely share. You can break some news if you want. I mean, no. I know, right? <laughs> I'm like, I can't break the news before we break the news. Um, but they're super exciting. So, uh, you know, on our website, which you can see, we have invested in, um, in, in, in several. Um, one called, you know, and they, they range across our themes. So on the sort of sports and, and gaming side, our, our first investment was actually in Guidesly, which is a, um, a platform that connects 
anglers in this kind of area of passion of fishing, anglers with fishing guides. And they're um, and and it's an it's incredible, incredible mobile platform that does this kind of end-to-end connection and um, is really exciting because it's adding this tech to, you know, a, an area of the market that hasn't been so tech enabled. So that's one. Um, another one is Cardless, which is a very exciting fintech, disruptive fintech company that that um, works with brands to launch affinity cards, deliver personalized, extraordinary experiences to its fan base. And then also has a really interesting back end um, uh, distributed sort of tech that that brings banks and issuers to the table um, in ways that extends credit. So it's exciting and also has a data layer. And these things you'll see through a lot of our investments of um, just a focus on personalized, tech integrated, data fueled kinds of experiences. And that's another. Um, and then pickup is a third I would mention, which is in the media space. And this is um, exciting because it it really, uh, you know, plays into where sports media is going and and um, connects with publishers to allow them to drive engagement through um, a lot of the, the content that they have by getting people to kind of play the headlines and, you know, um, uh, without having to put money down, actually voice their opinion on what's going to happen. And so they've gotten a ton of engagement around that as everybody, as we talked earlier, wants to um, have a say or a thought on what actually is going to happen in the sports games coming up. Um, so those are three ones. Then we tap and papaya are two others. I won't go on too long, but uh, really interesting in the kind of sports betting and media area and papaya, a, a gaming platform. Um, so very exciting. Thank you for allowing me to share because we're very proud of our entrepreneurs. And although I do hope that I inspire them, they inspire me every day. Well, that's amazing, and and I'm I'm excited, and hopefully we'll get more and more opportunities to spend time together. Hopefully in yeah. person in the future. So, <laughs> um, but before we wrap, one one last thing, and I, I'd love to get your thoughts. I mean, you're you're in the you're in the middle of it, right? You're you're a venture capitalist, CEO of Drive by DraftKings, the and and managing partner there, and you're seeing these amazing entrepreneurs, these incredible ideas in and around the sports industry. And if you could maybe make a a little prediction, maybe what do you think the future will look like? And in sort of any of these areas, whether it's esports, sports betting, you know, just in general, what 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 do you sort of think will be the next thing? Yeah. Um. Well, when we sort of saying the next thing, you know. It's hard. If I had that, I would be like, okay, here it is, and we're building it. But um, if I were to look, you know, when I look forward and I think about what are some of these big, interesting trend lines, you know, that 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 my head's wrapped around. Uh, one is definitely just an increasing level of personalization in terms of experiences, and I just think when I look at like what's happening around personalized experiences, data that is allowing us to, um, it's driving kind of the sports betting experience in a more personalized way. So I know the team, the player, the move that you actually think is going to be exciting and I can deliver a media betting content experience to you that actually is highly relevant 
that then drives engagement and locks value for both the customer and also the operators. And to me, this is just a resounding theme of where both people are demanding it and technology is enabling it. So that whole thing, I think, is lots of runway and tons of sort of interesting opportunities around it. Um, second thing is, I think that the so full integration of um, and connectedness of our experiences is is super interesting. So when you think about like the omni-channel concept, right, of the customer in the center and then being fully connected all around that person, right, so that you can be online, on an app, in a venue with, you know, fully connected, integrated experiences around the customer. So that's almost a single experience across channels. You know, that I think is part of what you were saying on what coming out of COVID and what's the new norm. That I think is a really exciting integration and has a ton of value to unlock. Um, and then the third thing I'm just watching, I'm sure we all are, <laughs> um, is just the way these partnerships in the media space are evolving with, you know, the the sports betting operators and and the publishers and teams, sports teams and esports teams, and you know, there's a lot of shifting going on, and that's going to redefine the space. Um, and so I think as we kind of you know start to think about how that's going to evolve and how um, opportunities will rise out of it. Uh, I think, you know, there's lots more to come there. Uh, so anyway, a couple of themes we're looking at carefully among several others, but um, we'll have to put our heads together on this. <laughs> I, I would love it. That's amazing. I mean, I was going to say for our viewers and podcast listeners, Rewind that last couple minutes. Listen to what Meredith just said. Those are really important trends. Those are the things that are really happening right now. And it's the it's an, a, the possibilities for entrepreneurs to build those businesses to take advantage or to 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 um, capitalize on the opportunity that we have sitting in front of us right now. And the fact that the teams and the leagues and you know yeah. everyone's interested now. They're listening. They want to hear from you more than ever. It's the, the, the time is now for an entrepreneur in this industry. So Meredith, that was awesome. It was a great interview. So thank you so much for coming on our show. And I wish you and your team and your family the best of luck, health, and, and, be, and be safe out there. Be careful. And I can't wait to see you in person. Thank you, Sam. Thank you so much for having me. And I uh, can't wait till our next conversation. Absolutely. Take care. And again, thank you everybody for tuning in to this episode of our 76 Capital Leadership Series with the CEO of Drive-By DraftKings and managing partner, Meredith McFerrin. Thank you so much. In Philadelphia, reputation is key. No one knows that better than RushOrderTees.com. RushOrderTees has proudly printed high-quality custom apparel in Philly since they started in 2002. They take printing as seriously as their love for Philly sports, cheesesteaks, and that statue outside the art museum. No matter the order size or deadline, Rush Order Tees has you covered. Start your design today online or give them a call at 1-800-620-1233. RushOrderTees.com, Philadelphia's home 
for custom apparel. 